Hello, thank you for coming back to my podcast. My name is Aaron once again. It's still early enough in my podcast series. If you want to like, you know, just get a little bit more information about me, especially with this series I'm going to introduce, that will really, really kind of help you get into the mindset. Um, Or like, you know, if you watch Dave, you got some more information. And I want to thank everyone who checked it out. Doesn't matter where you start. Doesn't matter if you started with this video. Just thank you so much um, for all the support that you've been given. Um, and you know, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be working my ass off to produce content. So this series is going to be the fraternity frenzy series as I, um, named it or coined it. And what this series is, is going to do a few things. So the main um, objective of what I want my audience to get from it is this is going to be for those who are, uh, for those of you specifically the, um, the men, the men, because uh, the men, sorry about that. Um, uh, because that is, you know, that's my experience. The I, that's my fraternity experience. Now, late in later videos, um, it won't be in the fraternity frenzy video set, but in later videos, I will do like um, a sorority type thing, and then every episode, I will invite a different sorority member um, on because I definitely. I'm not going to forget the ladies. I'm also not going to forget a lot of the different Greek consuls. And I definitely want to diversify um, the people that come on here because there are different experiences from different things. And even if you're in the same consul and you don't have to worry about that word right now in the vocabulary, because um, that's going to you know be expand expanded upon throughout the series. Um, in the consuls, there are different things. And even in the individual fraternities and sororities, they uh, do things differently. And I just want to do a like a wide array of that. Um, I also, you know, this is for the person, the people or the men or, you know, the boys like, you know, uh, high school, you know, seniors who are thinking about that next step or even juniors. Because that's when I thought about going Greek my junior year. Um, just a way as a point of reference to, you know, someone who has actually, cause I have, I'm, have actually been through, you know, I went through the whole formal rush process. I went through my pledge process, membership process, and I was even involved a little bit as, um, an alumni member until I relocated, uh, so I want to just give all the people, uh, men and, all the people in general, but this is going to be more so targeted to the fraternity because that is my experience. And I don't ever want to step into a space, even with research, uh, just speaking about sorority experiences, because that is something that I just do not know. Um, or even, you know, the other consuls experiences. So, um, but yeah, this for the men who, you know, are thinking about going Greek, um, the men who are maybe freshmen in college or you know they're in college uh and they're thinking about going greek the men who are actually actively greek um and you know they maybe just want to hear like they could be new they can be old they want to hear like experiences that could happen experience that did happen that maybe they have another um a, you know, point of reference on so they can process it a little bit um, and kind of introspect. And I feel like introspection helps growth. And then also um, just, you know, you guys can sit, hear the stories, take what you want, because there are going to be some times where I'm going to go into stories that relate to concepts and even in the examples here. And 
I'm going to implement, once again, it's still uh, anonymous for those of you who do not know. Um, I do keep a lot of stuff. Um, I put aliases on it because, you know, the stories I talk about, I don't want people facing legal trouble. I don't want, you know, if I use real names, I don't want to face legal trouble. Um, even though, like, I'm just stating it, um, I don't want, you know, that to necessarily affect these people's reputations. And so that is why I'm going to implement the if you know, you know rule. So for those of you who watch my podcast or, like, hear my podcast and maybe recognize my voice or maybe, you know, are, like, putting stuff together like that is your discretion whether you want to reveal certain things um but just keep in mind that that is that's on you because i purposely cross my t's dot my i's uh the tails of my p and q's and stay on that shit because there's so many like there's so much shit that can cascade however these stories i feel like definitely um some of them are thought provoking. Some of them are, you know, could be relatable. Some of them can be like, wow, this shit is kind of wild, et cetera, et cetera. So I definitely want to do that. Um, and then also too, what I want to get from it, because let's be honest, like I think some podcasters need to kind of be honest with themselves. They're like, no, I'm just doing it all for you. And like, yeah, yes, the majority of the reason me doing this is for you, like honestly, like 90, 95, but for me as well, I'm doing this because I'm going to go through everything from the beginning through to the end because it's going to be at the start of it. I was in Greek life for four years. You know, I was in the IFC division of Greek life. I'm going to get into that. You don't have to worry about that. Um, and I want to know for myself because I love to always retro retrospect, uh, introspect or in retrospect because I want to know if it was all worth it in the end through like the biggest stories that happens, the biggest conflicts, the biggest, um, you know, togetherness, the happy, the sad, the ugly, the terrifying, um, you know, the comforting, I'm going to put all that and I'm going to be real and fair and fair. And for those of you who have podcasts may not even be related to this. I really want you guys to be truthful, definitely and fair and fair. So, with that being said, I think I'm going to jump right into it. Um, so, you know, when you are thinking to go Greek, you definitely will most likely go through this process called rush unless like, you know, you're either a legacy or like, you know, X, Y, Z. And how I would like to think of it. And once again, don't worry about that. Don't worry about these. I am going to go into it. But to make it easier for the guy for you. You know, you guys who may not know, you know, the definitions right now or don't know, like, conceptually, how are the stages similar? Think of, you know, rushing as um, your application to a job. Think of your pledge process as the interview for the position and then your membership process uh, or, you know, your membership invitation into it is your acceptance letter slash off offer letters your offer letter to the job so keep that in mind through like um you know the whole series but definitely the first two episodes of this series now for the first two episodes of this series i series i am going to go through the rushing process um, more specifically, the formal rush process, because for the rushing process, you have formal rushing, and then you have informal rushing, and then I'm going to go through the pledge process. And 
like I said, don't worry about what that is. So just once again, uh, the process I'm going I'm going through is equivalent to or similar to your application you put in for a job that you want slash a job fair, and I'm going through the actual interview period. Okay. So now that that is out of the way, we can actually get started. So the first thing I want to go through is the pre-process. Yes, it's a pre. Yes, I said that. Yes, I did. I said that shit. The pre-process. Because if I would have went through accurately the pre-process, I don't even know like how you know would have happened. Like I was thinking while writing this, I was like, hmm, there actually is some pre-processes. So, um, let's see. The first thing that is on the pre-process is you definitely, so most people, I'm going to you know, preface it with this, most people who, especially in the, IF, the IFC um, sector, which is the interfraternal council. Now, there are multiple councils. You have the interfraternal council, um, which is the part that I am, and what the interfraternal council is, is... I don't I I, I don't I don't want to use over sweeping statements but honestly the uh, IFC is uh, or you know at my school but IFC could be you know at multiple school but um and it is usually but the IFC uh, IFC it's usually like not usually but it's like you know the oldest fraternities, you know, back back in the days where people of color could not join fraternities which is why people who are in um IFCs, most of the people, the most of the population um, are usually white men. And it's usually white men because, you know, legacies, X, Y, you know, legacies. And what a legacy is, is people who have members like directly from their family line. And it usually goes like um, from their paternal side, like grandfather, father, son, etc. And um, or great grandfather, grandfather, father, son. And what that does is, you know, they allow some leniency to go in there. I honestly think that's kind of the stupidest shit to just put someone into a group because they're a legacy. But I'm a fucking guess. And I'm going to go into that in a later video because that's a very big problem in the Greek community and how they view legacies and their process and how it differs. Because legacies are honestly some of the worst fucking Greek members to have in there because they're in, like some of them and actually mo some of them but most of the legacies that I saw they're fucking entitled they feel like they don't have to do shit and they usually don't and then they just automatically get in there and then when they get in there they start fucking shit up but that's another story um so yeah you, uh so you usually go through a of a, a for a rush whether it's formal or informal most people do start off formal rushing the people who you know don't really really know too much about it and that's great because formal rush provides you it's literally a job fair it is literally a job fair and you are your own like you physically are your resume and what you do is your resume so i also want you to keep that in mind so I'm going to explain the other consoles. Um, I don't want to, I thought about explaining it in this video, but I want to, I don't want to overload you guys too, too much. So I'm just going to keep it at IFC and go into it more. So um, this is specifically for the IFC formal rush path all the way through because that is the exact path that I took and I only say that because if you are thinking about you know MG, for those who know what these are if you're thinking about like the national uh 
Panhellaic Council, um, which is um, MPHC, or Multicultural Greek Council, etc., etc., like that's going to be a entirely different experience and I don't want to speak on that because I was uh, I don't want to speak on that in depth unless I have someone else or people around me during the podcast who can speak on that um so I am going to do through the IFC so for those of you who are excited about it so the first thing that you want to do is kind of make sure you know, like, the requirements to actually, like, do formal rush. Um, and the requirements are usually, like, on your school's, your university's website. If you type in, like, Greek life, it's usually there. Um, the specific requirements of fraternities, some of them could be online, of specific fraternities. Some of them could be online. Others, you'll probably have to get it from your info sheets. Once again, don't worry about that. I'm going to go through that. So... Um, make sure you look up the academic requirements um, as well. That's still in the first part because let me tell you, a lot of the times, and I hate that it's portrayed like this in the mainstream media, a lot of the times you don't really see an emphasis on the academic side of Greek life and that has a lot more bearing than you think and it's actually one of the most important um, po uh, portions of Greek life. And, uh, and I know it's visually like, oh, party, party, party. No, 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 no. Ie, nada, no. So, like, yes, academics are very important. And I need you guys to really get this in your head. And I'm not saying this to be mean or anything. And I'm not trying to preach for your parents. I'm coming from experience. I'm telling you, you are in college. And please put this in your head. Like, you are in college for your degree first. And of course, like you can, I'm not saying like you have to be so strict. Some of you may do because engineering and that's fine and stuff. And like, you know, other like very, very intensive majors. But um, you are in college to get your degree. And that needs to be in the forefront of your mind through the whole thing. And even as a member. So keep that in mind. And usually the academic requirements at my, and I, I use mine for example. So when I got to um, my institution the academic requirements to actually the first year because they definitely can change year to year um so the academic requirement was like in order to even be eligible to register for uh formal rush which you have to have a 2.75 cumulative not just for classes in your major a cumulative of a 2.75 and then they also have had the requirement you have to have sophomore credits not now not in your sophomore year you have to ha hit credits that classify you as a sophomore because a person can come into um can come into uh the institution and have and be a sophomore from dual enrollment and stuff and now that's also why now you see a lot of universities implementing like you have to actually have been on campus for one year because a lot of these kids that are coming in from high school yes like dual enrollment they do have some of the university experience from the academic standpoint however a lot of these kids that are coming in and doing that do not fully understand the full spectrum of college life and that is a very 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 big cumulative of everything that goes around in the college so um they start and do that because they don't want to like mess their academic um, record up. 
But my advice for this, you know, when I did it, I had a 3.0. And trust me, I had to work my ass off to get that 3.0. But I came in with the 3.0, and so, you know, I was good to go. Now, please do not think that you can lie on these applications because you have a, like, you literally have, like, a Greek life kind of committee on, like, yes, like, on campus, like, paid by the university. And they have permission when you register to go and pull your your um, records from records and registration and actually see your GPA. So that's not going to fly like this is that's where it is different from an actual like, you know, oh, this is like the app because some of us can fluff stuff. But this is one thing that they don't. And I would personally recommend you from my own experience um, to have above the minimum because there were some fraternities that I was locked out of because um, for one of the reasons, not this isn't the end all be all, but for one of the reasons being that their fraternity requires a higher GPA, a higher GPA than a 3.0. Now that's not very rare, but these fraternities that do require that are usually the fraternities that are the most popular, everyone wants to get on, and there are some other things I'm gonna get into later. And then also too, when looking at your G, when they are looking at your GPA later in the process, sometimes being on the edge or ex having the exact minimum, they will use that to decline you from entry because you already, without even having the fraternity, um, are is you're you're barely making it. So you definitely want to have a little some points a little bit like you know what I'm saying above. I would recommend honestly a 3.0 not just because I had it but because that is like a B minus it's a it's a it's above average like it's not like an A but it is above average like you have an above average ch uh chance and you get above average things. So that part and then um, before uh, that part, and then the next thing is before participating, um, and even while participating, like make the decision to actually continue through, you know, the post post rush work. And what I mean by that is, you know, yes, you can, and I'm not saying you do not have autonomy. If something doesn't feel right in your spirit and stuff, then, you know, leave. But if this is something that you really want and you think you can just leave, come back, leave, come back, you're sadly mistaken because your face becomes known in the Greek community that this person can never complete anything. I've seen it happen to a multitude of people. Um, and actually, for example, um, one of my, um, one of my cur the current members of my organ not the current members or when I uh probably two two years after it one of the members of my organization he just he was flaky he kept doing this but this thing was seen through he he never completed rushes he never completed the pledge processes or anything he never 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 like ever and then what ended up happening was no one wanted to fuck with him or deal with him because that is a direct reflection kind of of how you're going to be in the fraternity from like the people who are coming like or or judging or rating or whatever you want to call it um you to join um yeah like that's that's just a bad look because they don't know like you have to understand like through the pre like not even the pre-process but i would say 
yeah, through like the Russian process, there are so many people that like do it like for like for formal rush, they're not they can't get to know like all of your personality, like just based off of that. So they also definitely look at the things that you do. Um and you really don't want bad reputations to or to follow you while you're in the rushing process because that is an uphill battle that most people don't ever reach the peak of it or the apex of it. Like most people just don't reach it and they fall back down and usually they just give up climbing because once that reputation hits, you're basically done for the most part. Um, so definitely, definitely do that. Um, and then, you know, this is when I'm, you know, then yeah, just do that. Um, if you can't, if you cannot commit to it, maybe this is not the right time for you to do rush. And that is perfectly okay. And I even wish that I even thought about this because I don't think that was necessarily the best time um, for me to do it. Like it kind of worked out in the end, but that was definitely not the best time for me to do it. And yeah, you have to take that into consideration too. Maybe like, you know, withdraw and then withdraw or rush informally um because usually after how my school did it was after the formal rush there were uh, a bunch of like informal rushes while like right afterwards and then they start implementing like y'all bitches are not about to, to do this right after um you do that because then that start affecting um, that starts affecting, you know, the process and stuff. And it's just, it's a bunch of shit. And I think for that, I'm just going, for that, I'm going to get more into that. Probably my third video, um, in the series. But you definitely, definitely want to really take that into consideration because, yeah, like, really, really take that into consideration. The third thing is... I need you guys to really come up with a list of what you need, not what you want or what you think you need, but the things that you actually know that you need in a fraternity and what I or or, or in an organization. Well, I could say fraternity, but what you need in a fraternity because like that is also important and it helps you not waver on your moral compass. It helps you not waver on a lot of things that makes you you because I'm going to be very honest as well. A lot of people lose their identities and their identities become the fraternity. I've seen many of members in my um, organization in my organization just become the letters on the fraternity and not have any self and that's all they thought about and everyone will i think because i even went through that phase slightly everyone will probably go through that phase but staying there is where it's the most detrimental um and that's kind of you know what i have to say about that one and then the fourth one is please 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 i beg of you guys do your research huh I already got classes. The fuck you mean do research? I got to do homework. Get over that shit. Because this is going to be your... Like, if you really want this at the end goal, this is going to be your life, like, from then for. Like, I'm uh, not your life, but your college career, then for. And sometimes, some people's lives, because they go to opportunities that, like, keep them in it and spring from, like branch out from them but for most of us it is our college careers and that is very important as well so um research please research them um if they're available on your school website you can do that also look at the statistics of them because that that is really 
like the key to actually kind of knowing, knowing without like even meeting the fraternities. And I would say probably a span of three, two to three years because the members uh, that join, um, you want to kind of make sure uh, that, you know, these are not statistics from members that are not really in it anymore have graduated you know became alumni you want to try to keep it um relevant so probably two to three years look at the those last ones and when i say like look at the statistics look at the overall gpa look at the community service hours look at that their philanthropies now the philanthropies you should probably go on their national website and i definitely will still recommend that too um look at what they stand for look at their motto uh if they have pictures definitely look at the type of members in their pictures and actually and this i guess this is from the higher vibration people actually like really really absorb like the energy from the picture of what the energy that you get from the picture and i know pictures can be misleading and stuff so still go through the process but just also keep that in your head while you meet them as well um i also yeah so yeah so now we've gotten through the pre-process those four steps once again um, you know, look up the requirements of, you know, doing the, uh, going through formal rush, um, you know, before participating, make the decision, um, to continue, um, while still having, you know, that autonomy, come up with the list of what you need from the organization I want or think you need, and then just do your research. So now, you know, at this point, i put my stuff in you know i'm like yes like my gpa is not on fleek like that but you know it's his it's, it's popping a little pussy it's it's, 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 it's it's popping a little a little bit a little bit a little bit um and you know i'm accepted i get an email two to three days later like check your emails guys check your phones to see the decision that they usually make but yeah i got an email um you know they usually and in the email they'll tell you like where to go what room to go to usually the days and you know all of that so i got the email i'm hyped as shit and i'm like okay we really about to do this and um, you know, I'm not going to let anyone fucking stop me because I, in that moment, I was like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Um, like a fucking ignorant, stupid ass, naive bitch. Uh, because it, it's really that and that also, and I should have put that all, all as well is to kind of stay. And this is, I guess, a bonus reprocess, um, which I guess goes with three and for it's kind of just to ground yourself and like you know have high hopes but kind of ground yourself in reality compared to the fantasia of joining a fraternity um and that will really help you not only in this process uh in the process in this process but through this entire process like that will really help you um so now I'm at the part where, you know, um, I'm getting ready. Like, you know, I ain't know how to dress. So I definitely look like shit on the first like day. Um, but now we're at the point where, you know, um, I am walking up to the room um, to do it. I'm registering, checking in. So the rushing process. So, um, you know, like I said before, the number one thing is the rushing process depends on which council you are a part of. And like, I'm not, I was going to go into that, but I'm not going to go into the specific councils because I don't want it to be um, 
oh sensory overload so yeah also um you know yeah yeah i'm not going so just i'm gonna keep number one at that number two and this is where i need you guys to open your ears and really open like your mind to this like this is a multi-night commitment, like a multi-night, multi-hour commitment of going through like um, presentations. Like usually there's a commencement ceremony of it. Um, I know for mine, um, we you have to check in and actually get like a name tag and register and uh, like the uh, Greek life um division of the university will be you know checking you in looking you up etc like i was not joking when i said that this is literally the or for me at least was the equivalent of like a job fair like this is not a joke and then it being at night this is where you are going you are going to have to like really 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 practice your time management skills because you still have to do homework um, I, I think mine was, and it's, mine was at the beginning of the semester. So for those of you guys who understand the struggle where it's at the beginning of the semester, like really, really, you guys are going to have to buckle down and become a, like be at a place where you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Struggle and stuff. So sometimes you're going to have to, I know I did my homework, um, there were there was a night or two that I was just like, you know what, I'm tired, no. Um, but the beauty of college is even if I was to miss a night or two, if you because you usually don't have classes back to back to back like that. Now if you do, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm not gonna say that. No, if you do, you're probably gonna have to be me at other times when I was staying up to like app like doing it, like doing some before I went and then doing some after I got off. Um, it, and just to keep in mind, this is just like time constraints, like seven to 10, mm, they don't usually stay like that. I think for the most part, uh, it was like seven to 11 or even sometimes seven to midnight. And then we'll go like back to our dormitories and things. And then we do what we got to do, um, until the next day. Sometimes during this process, I did not sleep. Or like, because I had so much homework to do and by the time I got done or close to being done, it was like an hour or two before classes. And most of us like to play that dangerous game of I'm a chest of luck, but I'm going to tell you now, unless you're really good at waking yourself up or you're really good at, you know, making your body when that iPhone alarm go off, um, that you, and we all know what alarm I'm talking about. We all know exactly what alarm I'm talking about. Um then, you know, more kudos to you. But a, a lot of us, that's going to call, like, we're going to miss a lot. Like, you will miss your, like, I remember I tried to do that. And then I woke up at, like, 6 p.m. and missed all of my classes. So keep that in mind as well. Um, your sleep pattern most likely will get kind of thrown off. Um, if, and that's very an intent, that's, it varies in intensity. So, you know, it depends on the person, a person as well. Um, like I said, homework for just prepare for some early morning, like some late nights and early morning sometime or prepare to like sacrifice, maybe hanging out or doing what you do during the day for these three or four days. 
Um, and sacrifice is going to be a word that you hear a lot because yes, joining a like joining this, um, a lot of people be like, don't look at it as a sacrifice. Fuck them. Listen to me. Yes, you are going to sacrifice a lot, and I'm going to just keep it real with you. Like, don't let people put this fairy tale bullshit in your head. Like, oh, it's not a sacrifice if you enjoy it. No, bitch. You can enjoy something and still sacrifice certain things. Do not let them tell you that. So, yeah. Um, then we're going to move on to number three. Please make sure you are very, very, very punctual all the days, especially the first day. Because let me tell you what some of these grimy hoes would do. And they do not give a fuck. They do not give a single fuck. And, like, there, I think... <sighs> The men, how many men did I do formal rush with? So, I think it was like 300. Yes, 300. Formal rush is serious. It was, I think it was 300 men. And then because it was so big, we were split into a lot of groups. And time constraints when it came to that is so on point. It'll be like, mm -mm, five minute mark, four minute mark. Three minute mark. Oh, it's the two minute mark. Okay. Uh, any questions? Da, da, da. Okay. Um, we're going to prepare to go outside. Like it's very, 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 or mine was very, very, very punctual. So if you are not punctual, first of all, um, <laughs> we had IFC guides um, who were members of the, of uh, all of, uh, not all, but the multiple different fraternities that fall under IFC. So remember, even though they're I like they were in their IFC, like we didn't know exactly what fraternity they're in. They weren't supposed to talk about fraternity. Like mm, people break rules, and then also too, like yes, they are. They still are also looking for the best candidates um, that they think will fit them. So just keep that in mind that if the people, like the fraternity people that are actually in these info sessions, um are not watching that you do not that um, that honestly like really got me shook a little bit because I did not know which ones were part of which ones I like I said my whole P's and Q's spiel I stayed on my P's and Q's I made sure to interact with any every any and everyone that was in there because like fraternity men can be very 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 fucking petty sometimes and be the dumbest fucking people on earth and that is me coming as a fraternity man going through this and yes of course like it shouldn't have to be said that just depends on the person but in my experience yes very much so that is very accurate um so just very be careful uh be very very careful be very punctual um most people will come on time so i know I came like 30 minutes or 30 to 45 minutes early. So I actually got to see the registration set up and stuff. And it actually worked to my benefit because in now this is for the the more ambitious people who have bigger ambitions and are thinking like forward in the more advanced stuff. Um, start rubbing elbows with people um, from the university's Greek uh, life you know, committee and, 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 and sector because there are still jobs, like jobs where you get money, um, you know, and you can help, you know, your Greek life. And then also too, like sometimes, like I said, it is a combination 
of who you know and what you do. However, in Greek life, it can definitely be hyper, just like in jobs. It can definitely be hyper, hyper, hyper unbalanced, and it should not be. However, it's just the nature of it. But it could be hyper, 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 hyper unbalanced, where it's just like completely based off who you know and the recommendations from who you know and who you interacted with. So that helps in that. Um, you know, during the commencement ceremony as well, if you're outside registering for stuff, even if you have an itinerary or you looked at the itinerary that was sent to you, they can make off the raw rips like modifications and that definitely is what happened i think one day they completely changed the time or the end time of it so the people who came late really didn't hear it and you know these you're usually with other men that you don't know so like the first day you're very like to yourself you're kind of introverted and now you don't have the information and it was very critical in my case especially when we started doing house tours on like I guess like the fraternity community like off-campus community um uh, if you want to call it um the, there would be actual buses to come pick us up and take us there because it was a little bit too far to walk and take us to the different houses and stuff like that. And if you miss that bus, that's your responsibility. That's your ass. Like, you got to get there yourself. And a lot of people were not willing to walk that. And yes, we lost a lot because they also had a rule where if you miss a day, you are no longer eligible in formal rush because there are too many people already and they want to cut down the people who are not as serious ask the other people about it to get the cream of the crop of it and now the just like there's the cream of the crop you also have you know the shit from cows that can also stick on the stalks and sometimes so you kind of want to watch for that too because yes they also get tangled in there because shit sometimes people just don't got nothing to do anyway they already hanging you know out you know and they do want to do this and they don't they're not necessarily the best person but shit what is what else is there to do so definitely keep that in mind and you know most importantly still keep like in the back of, and i say this twice and multiple times and multiple times actually keep in mind that you are still being scouted by fraternities like you are being scouted by fraternities usually like the moment that you walk into the registration or that and that's how i was so number four is in this time through this process, it's critical to open that mental gate of discernment that you have. Your listening and your critical thinking skills need to be on a stack. Like it need you, it needs to be a rack. Like it needs to be not 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 a hundred. Like it needs to be a rack. Like it needs to be on a thousand because a lot of these. And I'm gonna tell you, and I'm not gonna get necessarily too 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 into it until I get to that part. But a lot of these fraternities, literally, especially when they are not hitting a lot of their um when they're not hitting like a lot of their goals and like it's kind of been like especially when it's been more of a history like they'll say any and everything to get members and then a lot of fraternities also the the more picky ones they'll say any and everything to make it seem like they're not picky and get your hopes up and stuff so definitely open that really 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 open that like um and also too in number four when it comes to this as well 
um, this is this is this is where like it's not where you're gonna know most of it, but this is where you're gonna start hearing like whispers in your ears about some of the fraternity, like some of the fraternity's reputations, um, and sometimes it's out in different ways, and like I'm. Usually, especially with, like, the he said, she said shit, usually I'll be like, fuck them. Like, and I still say still go and, like, scout on your own. But, like, it's kind of more critical. Because just like, you know, when you're at a job fair, they're looking at you. You should be looking and hearing everything. Because you best fucking believe that if they hear something about your ass, they're going to be like, mm, we're about to hold this with so much weight through this whole thing. And then they keep that weight. Like, if the weight doesn't really get released until membership. And then even then, not even. So you definitely want to. I know specifically of two organizations. The first organization, and they were not on campus after the first year. Um, after I, because I did do you know, research on them. And of course I couldn't really find anything. However, the first the first red flag was that their overall GPA was a two point three three. And I think at the time they have they had thirty members at the time. So I'm like, ooh, you have a whole classroom full of fucking people and your whole classroom average is a two point three three. Mm okay, that looks really sketch, but what else? And then also too this particular organization, I was hearing like, you know, um, and this is, I, I will say, you no, know, this is kind of a trigger warning and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm just bracing you for it. So when I start, you know, it, but yeah, so like, you know, this particular one, I heard that like through the grapevine and through kind of semi reputable people too. So that's where that discernment comes in. Um, and people who were not like necessarily part, no, not even necessarily who weren't even part of the Greek lives, um, at all was like, yeah, they're known for like, um, roofing people. And everyone has, who is in Greek life has like a fraternity like this on their campus. Like they're known for roofing specifically women, like they're known for roofing women. And then like, they're known for like, you know, fucking shit up and like tearing shit the fuck up and then they're also known for like um you know raping you know women going back to the the roofie and you know i definitely took that into consideration and when i met them something in my spirit was like you know and and not and i don't don't just use spirit but like i, I look at like gesticulation like look at like all that like i said look at the entire picture um it was just like I kind of really, you know, believe like them. Like I really believe that this fraternity has done some off the wall shit. And then it can't comes to find out like after like you know I'm getting settled into like an org an organization, not my organization, but that's a whole difference. Like literally, I'm gonna get into that. Um, they get shut down because. Oh, you know what? Actually, no. I think I was in my organization at the time. They get shut down because they roofied people. They were raping women, like rape. So, like, they got shut down. And then on the other, like, on the other spectrum of that is like, I'm just gonna keep it a hundred, uh, not even a hundred. I'm gonna keep it like a rack with you guys. Um, because of the history of IFC, there is 
intrinsic racism in there. So one of the, and these are usually the most popular IFC fraternities. And yes, if you are listening to this on the National IFC Board or an IFC Board at your university, get your shit together. Because a lot of the times the most popular like fraternities definitely, and they have the right to, you know, I guess, I mean, that's kind of morally bankrupt, but what the fuck? Um, they will definitely, like, not get members, and they could be shining in all the other ways if they don't fit, like, their physical, like, image, and most, most times, race, like, that's, if, if, if you, and, like, I've heard things about that, too, and then, that's why I said, look at these pictures, when you go look at how they talk, like, like, for real, for real, like, look at their history, and, like, all that shit, because, like, that is, like, revealed, pretty easily like if you just take the time to go through and like it literally turned out their next line even though they had like i think there were like 50 60 african americans or of other races and nationalities and stuff the whole line was fucking white with one or two model minorities and i'm not going to argue with you basic dumb insecure stupid ass bitches who are like oh model model minorities don't exist because they definitely do and they definitely get treated in a very um time foolery ass type way um when they are actually in there and for those of you who are in there, um, or for those of you um, who are actually in the organization, you're going to see a lot of this shit. And, like, pay attention to the minorities in it. And trust me, like, trust me, as a minority that was in one, pay attention. Pay attention to how they act. Please pay attention to how they act. So, yeah. So, just take all that into consideration. Number five, um... Like, it goes back to, like, please attend all the informational sessions, please. Like, I know it's exhausting, but you get a lot of rewarding information from it. So, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be honest. And the, if, depending on what organization it is, sometimes it takes a little bit more prying. Other times it's presented very well. Most of the times it falls in that middle ground where it's going to take a little bit more than just sitting there and listening to things from face value. So, um, for example, there was another besides the first two, because these are all different organizations. There was another organization. I would give them their props because when I went in there, their setup, it was like you had their awards against the wall. You had like diff like it wasn't like a sit down school teacher ass lecture um you were walking around you were looking at like you know the different um their different accomplishments they were all dressed nicely um you had like you know maybe two and three people per like you know section of the room section off that way like you can split a group of four I mean, you could split a group of 12. And I think they had like six boards. So it was also a good ratio. Like you guys get that props. And though I cannot say like, you know, who exactly like this organization is due to my if you know, you know rule. Like you guys deserve the props. And honestly, at other universities, this specific organization usually is like the same around and like even across the board and they like they are amazing so yes 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 
Um, and now you're going to have really bad ones where it was one organization. And to be really, really honest, this was my very first organization. And not first organization as in going through like the whole, the whole process. And that is another wild story because that was a blessing in disguise. And that's what I'm saying. Like some of you guys like don't even realize that maybe you not being picked up or you're like, I'm not feeling this is actually a blessing in disguise. Um, because they end up as a whole, um, at the, all the members in the outside in their fraternity house. And I'm going to those logistics later along in the series. Um, and the fraternity house got sued by the landlord and they had to pay like, I think it was like a hundred bands, like a hundred thousand dollars. And even though they split it up against members, that is like a whole nother semester of college. So I don't think so. Um, but, and, and that's why I said pay attention because their shit was the worst fucking that it was the opposite of the Mimi and Frico sex tape. That was some unprofessional shit. That was some shit that somebody set up at like outside in a sandbox or in a mama's like busted down ass attic. Like that was some unprofessional ass shit. And they, and I can call them out on that because you have a decent amount of time to get ready. And two weeks honestly is, should be ready enough to get all your members focused and buckled down on doing what you need to do to present well. And that hurt them in the end as well because their members, I think by I think the time that I um went to their info session, I think they had like 12 members in total and like three of them looked like they were sharing a brain cell. And then another three looked like they not look like, but another three was coming off as if they didn't have any brain cells. And, and what I mean by that is they were very ignorant about a lot of certain things. Um, now that I'm very, very retroactive and I'm going to be honest, I think also too some of the fairy and pixie dust in my eyes going through this whole um, rush thing definitely blinded me or like, I unconsciously let some of that slide. Um, and yeah, like, and then like the president was just like, yeah, join if you want, if not. And I'm just like, I took that ass. Oh, they're not pressing, you know, they're chilling stuff. Hell the fuck no. If that ever happens to you guys in the future, run the other way, run out the exit door, like, and just keep running. Like, just keep running. Like, just run to another state because at that point, that... Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to end that on that. Um, So, yeah, like, you know, while you're at these sessions, you're also going to get the info sheets that I was uh, talking about. So the info sheets are going to have, you know, the the financials on it because uh, or these organizations are a business. They have like, in, like, like incorporated. They are a legal business entity and do don't you ever forget that shit and and like ever in any point of time in this whole process from now all the way through you being a member and even sometimes afterwards don't ever forget that these are a business yes it's social but this is a business as well um so it's like you know you know 
what you have to do, how like, um, you know, their membership look like, like what's their motto, like how many members they have, you know, what some of them even have projections of like, well, this is, this we project that we're going to have this many members and stuff. Now I'm going to put some of y'all on game right now. The two things that you need to look at, and you guys are going to thank me for this. Like, I'm not even trying to sound cocky, but I wish somebody would have tapped my shoulder and, and, and told me this because I almost made the biggest mistake of my life and i'm really happy i fucking did it but look at that um new member tenant policy because a uh for number one look at that new member tenant policy because a lot of the, a lot actually i combine them together look at the dues and the new member tenant policy because a lot of people glance over that new tenant policy which is like okay like you before you become a member you are going to sign a contract because like I said, that's more businessy. I'm going to get into that later. But you're going to sign a contract saying that when you join this organization, you have to automatically, like for your first some some uh, amount of years, I think they force you to do like your first and your second year. Um, I usually at my, when I was going through Rush, I was looking at, the, I think the average for, for the, uh, organizations that had this tenant policy was like maybe two to three years. Oh, excuse me. One to two years, but it had to be like as soon as you became a member. And, you know, a lot of them will also, and this is sort of a lot of them be like, you know, you become closer, you know, you're more accessible. Uh, well, no, they won't say accessible, but they're like, you become closer and then you really like, are, and they really, because, you know, this, this is, they are selling themselves as well because membership and money go hand in hand. And those are the two biggest things in the organization. Um, but yeah, like really pay attention to that because a lot of like, I'm telling you guys, when you join Fraternity Life as well, you're going to have to pick up a job, a side hustle. And for those of you who have the privilege of just, you know, getting money just easy, like from your parents and stuff like that, like that is like one of the most like, no, that does not happen a lot. So for those guys, this is not for you. So please, please, please calm down and let me say this to the other people who have to work and grind and shit. It is not easy like working and like work. It's not easy working and going to school. It's definitely going to be difficult working and going to school. And now you have other financial and social commitments like that is not easy and i need and you guys have to be realistic with yourselves because some of the like even some of the fraternities that i wanted to join after i saw that info sheet i was like why you always lying and then like peace out and then disappear like yes because i was like i had to be lying to myself to think that i thought that this was going to be doable so um, definitely look at that and definitely look at, like, really analyze the dues that you're paying because remember, like, when you move into a, a, a house, you're going to be splitting various bills. So I, I think I added like a hundred, 200, um, and not even a hundred and 200. I think I totaled it up. So I think if it was like, for instance, the internet bill, um, that's usually going to be your cheapest, um, the light bill is also usually pretty cheap for houses that have more members, which is why members are important. Um, but yeah, that was not the case for me. And I'm going to get into that later in this series. But yeah, definitely. Um, it can get, and also like this can get, this doesn't just affect like a current thing and then like, oh, 
that's done, this can get very, very, very financially messy and lead it into other messy situations down the line. So make sure you have your finances and stuff in order before, and you have to, you have to absolutely be completely a million percent honest about your financial and, and, and social limitations because on some of those info sheets, they also be like, yeah, um, through our pledge process, Every single night, you got to like X, Y, Z. Like be realistic. Really be realistic. Um, six is like, I've been saying this, like just scope them out like they are you. Like, please don't like sleep on this. Like, please, 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 please analyze them. They analyze you because you'll do this at, a, you'll do this applying for a job and you'll do this at a job fair. You guys are trying to find the best fit for each other. So remember, you also have power in that sense too. Um... Number seven, so the last day in my experiences, and I think I talked to like two other men who went through like these, the same experiences, kind of like a free for all day. And though that sounds very rewarding, it is very difficult because you're going to have to like really, really, really like, and, and when I say the last day, so this is usually after you like meet them for like your 15 or 10 measly minutes and get the fuck on. And then like you do like your house tours with other people. Then um, what I had to do was um, they did ask me to write down my top three choices. And then the very next day, it was like an open house for all of the fraternities during the rush. And you have a very finite amount of cumulative time. I think mine was like two and a half to three hours. And now I know what a lot of you are saying. That is way more than enough time, blah, 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 blah. That is nowhere near enough time because for those of you who wants to get very, like who may have like not been as like, you know, analytical starting out like with this situation, um, this shit about to put you in a bind. And I'm not even going to like lie and hold you up because now you got to hurry up, rush, try to figure out these things about it. You still have to take into account the walking time. You still have to take into account the brothers are not really in these organizations because you should have been doing this the last couple of days. The or brothers are not really trying to like go through like everything that you should have been listening to or the information that is on your sheet. They're not, because now they're really, really, the purpose of the free for all day is now they're really trying to see how people interact with, um, you know, the other, the other rush people, uh, the other rush potential, uh, pledge, pledge potential, pledge potential. So not a pledge yet, but the pledge potential people, because these could possibly be, you know, you got to get along with your pledge class, which I'll explain later, later. And then you also have to get along with the active brothers and like, just to see if your energy mesh and stuff, they really not trying to go all, through all these like type of formalities and stuff. So just keep that in mind, which is why it is extremely, extremely, extremely important. So, um, I know like for me, I eliminated I, I I I eliminated off the bat some of the you know things that I couldn't get into because of my GPA and you should definitely do that please 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 it may work for some but not for many do not try to pull that shit where it's like oh well my GPA may not be as high um or I may not be hitting your specific GPA they're going to look at you and be like thank you for 
applying cert. Unfortunately, there are other candidates that have um, skill, a skill set that is more um, geared towards what we're looking for. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll see you in the future. Now, get the fuck out my trap house. And that's basically how it is going to be. So, I'm going to, I'm really, really going to let, like, I'm letting you know that. Like, I'm from the very, the most compassionate, serious part for me. Because that is really, like, make a list. You eliminate, like, because unless, like, you got your running shoes on and you only staying in there for, like, five minutes apiece, like, or, or, or 10 minutes apiece, elimin eliminate some fraternities. Like, let some go. Like, this is not the time to be hyper indecisive. Like, please, 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 please. Um, so then the final step of this is you of, of the pledge process is after all this is done and you can finally have like start off getting remnants of nor normalcy and then like go back to your normal schedule. Um, you should receive a, like your bid and what a bid is an invitation to pledge, not an invitation to membership. A bid is an invitation to pledge um, between 24 and 72 hours after uh, uh, after the last day of the formal rush. Um, a bid usually goes out to you and this is usually sent through email. Some people send text messages and shit. Some people will call you. So definitely, definitely, definitely do that. Um, this is like a very, 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 very important step. And like this step starts the most crucial, like crucial, crucial, crucial process in the Greek membership um, process, the pledge process. It's this starts off the pledge. Like this is the beginning, beginning of the pledge process. Um, and, and like, I'm going to be real with you. Like I definitely experienced hurt because there are like, I think my top two fraternities I did not get a bid from. And that really, really hurt because, like I said, uh, kind of, you, you got to you gotta open up that third eye because a lot of these people will make you feel comfortable just so they'll keep their already. And it's usually the people with very, very, like, shitty, piss-stained reputations um, that like to do this. So... You gotta gotta ground yourself in like realistic expectations because it will avoid heartbreak. And I don't want people to go through the same heartbreak I did because that was not fun. It sent me it sent me into a depression. I went through all this shit for what? So protect your mental and spiritual health. And like, please, please, please. Um. Also, too, if you only get bitten, I I want to stress this. I want to stress this. Can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Like, I really want to stress this. Like, if you only get bids for fraternities that are either mm, kind of like, I don't really fuck with them, or like, I don't really feel like they fuck with me, or like, this fraternity is like, in Rihanna's voice, this is the most ghetto shit I have ever seen in my life. You probably don't want to like, you probably, and I don't, do not take this as an L, and I know it's going to feel like an L in the moment, but it's going to transform into a W when you retrospectively think about this. Like, do not, do not join and just wait until the next process, whether it's, um, you know, formal rush, informal rush, etc. Like, wait until the next process because the informal rush is a lot more free form, it's a lot freer. But informal rush, the fraternities aren't held 
like the fraternity are held by some of the rules and regulations of their consuls from the Greek life um, sector of the university. However, a lot of that, like, you know, it's, it becomes very lenient. Like, you know, there are a lot of rules and I'm going to get into that later. So you, um, not just you, but I have completed uh, the rushing process um, on it. Uh, before the pledge process, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make this a two-part video so it won't be overloaded like that fucking five-episode little dicky shit again. I still have trauma from doing that shit because it took like 40 tries. Like, I stopped like at, you know, the 42nd mark. And then, yes, I know I made, you know, some mistakes and stuff. And, you know, thank you guys for correcting me. Like, I mean, correct me respectfully, though because there's a difference between condescending and just you know critique and correction um you know what i'm saying because it's, it was just so lengthy so i think for right now i'm going to stop this video um or podcast and leave it this um way and this will be part one the next part of my podcast will be the pledge process yes the pledge process and i think that um a lot of you, especially if you know you're at the you you were at the end of rushing or like you know someone that's going on at the end of rather it doesn't matter if it's formal or informal rush for IFC 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 um a lot of you know it, the the next part is the meat of it and it honestly is the most important process so. Um, thank you guys for listening. For those of you who have been continuous listening to, you know, the start of this very, very amateur beginning podcast. I really appreciate you guys. Um, doesn't matter where you've came in yet. So yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so it's been Aaron and you know, once again, meditate and elevate. I really love you guys and stay safe. Thank you so much.